to the Golfing Mind, the podcast which looks at the game of golf in general. But the mental game of golf in particular, I have long had a fascination uh, with the impact on thinking on performance. I have written a number of books uh, before my golf writing days, which explored this whole notion of uh, motivation, um, peak performance, mindset. Um, can we develop our mental abilities? Can we uh, train our minds to perform better under pressure, or if not to perform better, not to sabotage us. And that's uh, really where my sort of focus in the mental game is. I've worked with a number of players, and the truth of the matter from my perspective is that most players are looking for one good mental tip, one good idea, and no two players are exactly the same. So the advice I might give one could almost contradict the advice I may give another. And the same is true of the work I do with the public at large. Some things I say, people go, that's brilliant. And other people say to me, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. So I thought today the uh, the theme of this podcast would be um, dumb. Dumb things or stupid is as stupid does, I think is the expression that we hear. And I say that because there's an old saying that uh, people uh, write checks their bodies can't cash. <laughs> I love, love, love that expression. And I see that um, almost exclusively on the uh, golf course when I go to corporate golf days. Occasionally I'm invited to come to a corporate golf day and they sort of invite me to generally speak uh, before the tournament begins, maybe to go on the range give some short one-to-one -one tips to people. Uh, but it's very much more entertainment than it is learning. But I might speak for 40 minutes on uh, the mental game, on pre-shot routine, on the first tee nerves, on all those things with which I think most of us would say we're fairly familiar. Um, and then at the corporate golf days, and the reason I use this as the example, you have, um, I don't know if there's a collective noun, you can get a gaggle of geese, can't you? And you get a sort of a, a herd of elephants and a, a school of fish. I have no idea what a collective noun for um, egotistical executives might be. Um, a stupidity of uh, egos, I have no idea, because what I see is people who have been successful in their careers, uh, who've done done well and uh, good for them. But somehow they kind of think, and I'm speaking generally, not specifically, there's a lot of extraordinarily nice, kind, gentle and humble people I meet. But you'll meet this small percentage who have got the best gear, the best bag, the best shoes, the most expensive. They look the part and they don't really enjoy their golf because they're not hitting the ball anything like as well as they believe or imagine they should be. And when I go to these uh, corporate golf days, the reason I talk about this thing called stupid is as stupid does is these men and women uh, have got very responsible positions within organizations all the way up to chief executive, but some of them are head of R&D, IT, accounting, marketing, sales, uh, future planning. So these are really, really sort of well-informed, educated, bright individuals. And they are making 
business critical decisions on a sort of regular basis. And some of them I'm sure can be um, catastrophic if they were to get it wrong. So these people have a, an ability to weigh up the pros and cons of a given situation, to do scenario planning, to project into the future um, for their businesses. However, that skill set appears to get left in the, I don't know, in the car when they arrive or in the morning after their shower. Because I have more than one occasion, I say more than one occasion, I'll sometimes walk with the group and you'll suddenly see the, um, the fellow who's hit his shot and he's about 220 yards from the green. There's water down the left-hand side. Um, the ball's sitting slightly down in the grass, not sitting badly. So the obvious shot is to take a 9-9, an 8-iron, knock it down and pitch it on. And the people will, without hesitating, grab their, their three wood. And um, I kind of feel like this character from a sitcom um, where I feel like him saying to them, is this wise? And I say, oh, tell me what you're thinking. And they go, well, uh, I can hit this two, 220 on the carry. So I'm going to hit this and uh, drop it onto the green at the front and let it roll out. And part of me wishes I could hit a, a pause button and replay the situation with a laugh track because it's just not a percentage shot. It's not remotely a percentage shot. It's probably, a am going to say a 20 to 1 shot. And yet they then step up there and they obviously try to hit it harder than normal to make sure they get the carry. And more often than not, it's a, oh, it's a good 50 yards over the boundary line before it lands in the water or it gets it very thin and skinny and scampers up the fairway or goes right or it doesn't work out. And they kind of look at the, um, the club for a moment and they kind of look and they kind of look at me and pull that face. I'm not sure it's a Jack Benny face, but it's the, can you believe that? Can you believe that? I mean, can, can you believe what you've just seen there? And uh, I, I, I um, just kind of look at them and go, oh, well, and off I go. And then you'll see them sort of with a, a, wet, a wet shot over a bunker from a tight lie, or you'll see them with the ball sort of half submerged in the water. And they're taking on these shots, which is just a result of dumb thinking. And, and that's it. And I don't know why that is. And I'm guessing it comes back to, um, we can put it down to ego, we can put it down to arrogance, or we can put it down to stupidity. Now, some of you listening to this are going to think, hey, he's talking about me and I don't like that. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not criticizing you personally. I'm just criticizing the decision-making pathway you've, you're taking. Now, look, I understand if you're on the 18th tee, you hit a poor drive and you've got a one-shot lead and the only way you can win it is to, to make sure you make par. You might decide it's worth the risk, but otherwise you would fire a member of your staff for making decisions with that level of stupidity. Which is why I think golf is a game that really is best served when we play it from a, a place of humility. We play it from a place of sort of um, um, sort of easy, gentle thoughtfulness, as opposed to sort of making it difficult, making it hard, and being aggressive. You know, as in life, 
we make decisions based upon best probable outcome versus uh, least amount of risk. So to make a, what I would call a dumb decision because you think, yeah, this will impress everybody, chances are it won't come off. And if it does come off, well done, but it, was it worth the risk? Obviously you'll think it was, I don't think it was. And I think 20 to one shots are very, very poor. I think 50-50 shots aren't great odds. And um, that's it really. So whatever place you find yourself in your golfing career, whether you're just starting or you're, you know, you're plus three or you're, you've just turned pro, can I encourage you to um, use the application of intellect before you, you play a shot? There is no shame in playing safe. Now, people say no guts, no glory. People come out with these great expressions, don't they? They come out with these expressions, which is, yeah, yeah. I remember as a guy I used to play golf with. And if you didn't go for it, if you didn't take on this ridiculous gutsy shot, he used to go, pluck, 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 pluck. you know, wh why he did, I don't know. He thought it was, I guess he thought it was funny. Um, but he never was a particularly good player. And he would always take on the more challenging shot. And if look, if that's your thing, great. If you really enjoy doing that, golf's a game to have fun. And I insist that, you know, if you play golf, please remember it's a game and we play games for fun. And if you're not having fun, then it's probably not a good idea to continue to beat yourself up. But if you do want to give yourself the best chance of becoming better, then the more you can hit successful shots and the more you can build your confidence, the better your internal image of yourself is likely to be. And when these executives take their three wood from 220 yards over water to land it on an island green, and I say to them, did you think you were going to make it? And they will, in a quiet moment, say, no, I was hoping I might pull it off. And as I've said many times, hope is the strategy of the desperate. It is not the strategy of the prepared. So play the shot you know you have the best chance of making. Because A, you'll feel good at the decision. B, it'll build your confidence that you fit the shot you called. And C, it'll put you in the best position for your next shot. Pretty simple, isn't it? So that was that this week, um, just to look at that whole area of um, sort of uh, decision-making on the course. So I hope um, you will take something away from that. As always, I say that if you're very keen to improve your golf, I would love to have you do the online 13-week program, Silent Mind Golf. There's different levels of it, but the, the most basic level is 13 weeks uh, online training. Um, with lessons that build on lessons. It's been incredibly helpful to a lot of people who have done it, and I'd love you to, in time, become one of those people. There's a link on the podcast to seagergolf.com, and the first lesson is absolutely free. What was I thinking giving it away for free? But it's free, and uh, if it resonates for you, sign up, do the rest of the course. Until we speak again, play great golf and have a wonderful, wonderful week.